The Stanley Cup playoffs have begun, and they forgot to allow the Flames in. But it's not all bad news. Brad left the team. Dylan and Chris from the Armchair GM Podcast, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Let's get into it. Well, Chris, there's a vacant GM posting in uh, in the Flames land right now. So you're Are you as happy as I am? Yeah, I mean, I'm not unhappy about it. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, I mean he he did some some really good things for the Flames. So I, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shit on him too hard. But I tell you, the last year or two has just been pretty abysmal. Been pretty bad, and honestly, like. I look at most of the good things that he has done and not all of them, but some of them, they kind of were his fault in my eyes stemming from before. Like even if you look at the Kachuk and Gaudreau situations um, from what I gather from, uh, you know, podcasts that Kachuk has been on and and that uh, Guy Gaudreau has been on and stuff like that. Um, Basically, Brad's inability to have any foresight and um, give Kachuk a long-term contract when he wanted it instead of uh, just bridging him uh, really fucked us over and made him have to make that trade like people love that trade i still think it's going to work out just fine but i'd still rather have kachuk you know what i mean i i think he did well with the hand he was given which is a, a narrative i hear lots but i think that that he gave himself that hand is not enough of the narrative right yeah basically the situation came from the fact that he shit the bed a couple of years previous, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that that's that's completely fair. Um, and it's the same with the Gaudreau thing. Same, same with Gaudreau, right? Exactly. Waiting, waiting until you know the last year to to do that extension, all knowing that Johnny said he doesn't want to talk negotiation or talk contract through the season. Mm-hmm. But when the fuck did he think it was going to happen at the end of the at the end of the year? You know, hey, we've got a we've got a month. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. You, know, you you do that for your star player. You do that shit the summer before. I couldn't agree more. Period. And, and and go ahead. And then and then if you see that he's not going to do the sign, then you trade that asset and you you acquire picks or you 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 get something for that. You can't just let a guy like Gaudreau walk for nothing. No, you can't. Like you, you can't. I mean, I get why he left. I, I'm whatever, but you 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 simply can't let him walk for nothing. And, you and can't. This team and... has been known for shit like that, right? Like, you know, look at the players that we've let walk for nothing. It's it's so frustrating. Mark Giordano, T.J. Brody, like th- these are all recent things, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, these are all recent Brad things, right? Um, and and with Gaudreau too, like from what I gather, um, he got shortchanged on an extension, um, which is why he ended up saying, you know, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to talk extension for, for the season because Brad didn't offer him what he deserved. And I, yeah. I honestly believe that because Johnny was coming off a down quote unquote, a down year. But if you look at that year, what happened that year, do you remember what happened that year? Um, do you, do you mean with, with the new with a new coach coming in halfway through the season, you know, and I guess starting the season with an interim, or no, they actually gave him the job, didn't they? They gave Ward the job for the one year. I can't remember, but but yeah, you, you've got that. You've got you know another Monahan injury. There's there's so many different things, right? Um, the new head coach. Yeah, everybody on the team had there, a bad year. Everybody on the team had a bad year, and isn't that COVID when his dad had the health issues? Yeah, it was COVID. COVID year, right? It, yeah. So many things. Like, like yeah. if there's ever a year to overlook and be like, listen, I'm going to pay you for what you have been for the past 10 years and not for what you were last year, especially when the guy, how old was he? 28 at the time? Something mm-hmm. like that. Like, that's 27 maybe. Like, that's a good player and at a good age to sign long term. And give him based on what he's what he's done, right? Yeah, you got to look at clear career numbers, right? Exactly. That's that's one thing Brad's kind of known for, right? He he pays you according to your last season, opposed to what you've always been in your career. Now some cash. Case in point, Andrew Mangiapane. Yep. It, it it's happened a number of times under Brad. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's. I mean, I'll give him all the credit in the world for his first five years um, and, and his contract extensions then. Those, those contract, those those were awesome, right? Very team-friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, like, look at look at Lindholm. Lindholm is severely underpaid. Severely. Has been, has been since since the contract happened. Yeah. And in, even in, though in I'm not opinion. a huge Hannafin guy, Hannafin's yeah. contract is good mm-hmm. for what the minutes he munches and and the play he brings his contract is good absolutely right? and um i can't even i can't even think of any others that he did back then at, at this specific time you know dube is not bad um but, but even, re- even signing uh monahan and Goudreau to the contract that they had previous right keeping them yep. all under geo and and which at the time, either one of them should have been making more than Gio, in my opinion. I mean, sure, they weren't the captain, and and you know, Gio was kind of a, as as they said, the the heart and soul of the team, which became very stale, in my opinion, and especially in his later years with the club. Um, but I mean, th- those are those are good moments for for a GM's resume, right? Agreed. You know, they really are. They they you know, absolutely do, are. Um. And I I agree. Like we we need a new GM that looks that has some foresight and that can see. Like 
my thing with the foresight, it doesn't even end with Gaudreau and Kachuk and, 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 and those things. It's also like when you have like a 36, I think year old Norris trophy winner, do you really think that his value is ever going to be anywhere near like the second, the next season starts, his value is going to start plummeting. Right. Like you've got to make a move and not lose your captain couple years later to a fucking extent expansion draft you, you like yeah they, the you know, there 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 is zero and it was what two years after the fact there is zero protection there for for your captain like you just every every part of that was was mm-hmm. a bad move for him i agree and the monahan thing like you could have seen like three years before or like two years even before um before we had to pay a first round pick to to offload his contract, yeah, you could have seen that his health was turned. Like, how many surgeries had he had at that point? Three in the last year. Like, there comes a point where you you just got to be like, okay, good guy, locker room leader. Apparently, you know, maybe it's time to not like have your all of your eggs in the in that basket you know what i mean and hoping that he comes back you know completely repaired when like who comes back after that many injuries completely repaired nobody look how long it took eric carlson to get back to whatever he is right yeah 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 not a defenseman (laughs) yeah Um, but you're but you're yeah you're absolutely right you you go through that whole process only to end up giving away a first round pick so somebody will take him. Yeah. Holy shit. For 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 that. Like that's for a season as well. Yeah. Like like a first round for a season. Just gross. Imagine how much better it would be right now. If we hadn't gotten rid of Monaghan, I know that that Johnny left before Monaghan, the whole Monaghan trade happened, but if he didn't think we were going to trade Monaghan, he may have stayed. And if we had let that contract expire, put Monaghan on LTIR and let the contract expire at the end of this year, then we wouldn't be staring down the barrel of a maxed out salary cap to start next year to the point where we don't even have enough roster players. Like you got to be able to see more than Brad can see. That that's where I don't envy the guy, whoever whoever the Flames end up choosing for the GM oh, role. It's gonna be I tough. Mean, to, I mean, they're up tough with the cap. They need. I mean, obviously they need to trade at least a four million dollar contract out of here, just so we can ice a team. <clears throat> and, and you know, it, and it just gets tougher after that, right? How many disgruntled like, players and a disgruntled coach and. Yeah. disgruntled management staff. Like obviously Don Maloney doesn't seem like he's too pleased. And, you know, it, having to add, like there's so many, like it's not going to be an easy thing for the new guy to, to handle whoever it no, is. No, it's not. No, it's not. And I mean, they're coming in where, you know, we, we just described what they need to accomplish before next season starts. But the season after that is even more difficult. You know, there's more decisions that need to be made because we've got more guys coming off off contract that we, you know, that 
I mean, they all deserve a raise. So, you know, who, who do you pick? Who, who do you decide to keep? Who do you trade away? But you mm. fucking need to trade something. You can't just let these these star players walk away for nothing. Absolutely not. Even mm-hmm. the not star players, like like it's, and and this is kind of a, a point of view that I got from from Pat Steinberg that I kind of agree with him on. With Backland, I can't like I don't want him to walk for nothing, but I can understand it. And it's not really bad asset management because you've got a decade and a half out of your draft pick. That's it's not Maybe ideal, my, but it's it's acceptable. To me, for me, it's not. No, for me, for me, it's not. He asked for a trade before last this season started. Right. He's 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 dis, you know he's he's talked about it dis, his displeasure with the team. He is coming off a career year and he's still a very, very effective two-way forward. And if you get nothing for that, I'm sorry, I, I can't I can't live with that. That's that's horseshit. We we have to quit letting these guys walk away. Yeah. I mean, sure, they can walk away, but if we can't let them we it has to be on our terms. I think I'll be. Uh, I think the way I think of it more is I'll be. I won't be as upset as I was for Gaudreau, or or as I will be if it's Lindholm or even Hannafin or or whatever. If it's Backlund, sure. I I still like I, again. It's not ideal, and I won't be happy, but I'll, I would be able to accept it easier than than the other guys. Yeah, I think we differ on that, but that's fine. Fair enough. Um, like I don't think Backlund owes us anything, um, but no. I I still think it's it's bad asset management because I mean I I think he can easily sign a three or four year deal and be a very effective player on a on a cup contending team. I agree, and, and he's the type of player yeah. that you go out when go out and get when you're contending to to be 100%. that you know Blake Coleman yeah. for Tampa, right? Or, yeah, absolutely, or, yeah. And and if we can at least get a second out of that, I mean, I, I mean, a second and and a, and a prospect, in my opinion, for uh, I think for, you could probably get a like first that. off of Backland right now. Yeah, I think I think a second and a prospect or a first would be, would be what I'd be going after if I was the the new GM for the Flames. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And like the new GM too, he's got a lot of no trade and and That's no move clauses to fucking deal with and some expense. Like it it is gonna be a sought after position because it's it's an NHL GM position. But as far as NHL GM positions, it won't be if if you know Toronto well, for is for many reasons. What's that? For for many reasons, right? Yeah. Right. You got you gotta a building that that the players and and media and everybody complains about. You have an ownership that is clearly a problem with with the way they, you know, they they always have to have their hands in there. What do they call that? Micromanaging. Yeah. Um, you've got a real tough situation with with the roster that's coming in, or sorry, the roster that's here, uh, seemingly or appears to be butting heads with the coach. Plus, you have 
the contracts that are there like it's a like holy shit yeah (laughs) like it's it's a bad situation for whoever they bring in like there's there's not a lot of upside other than the the fact that they'll be making you know decent money at at this point you know plus the market where they're going to rip you to shreds if you do anything wrong yeah like it's i don't know man it's 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 a tough environment in Calgary right now. There's 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 a lot of things that need to change. I'll say, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, you listened to the uh, press conference today with uh, John Bean and and Don Maloney. Yeah. What were your biggest takeaways, like positively? Because I, I actually have a couple of positive takeaways from that. Um, I feel like. Um, with, when it comes to Don, he's not going to piss around. Um, I, I, I think he's going to, yeah, I think he's going to make some real, real tough decisions here in the next maybe two, three weeks Yeah, and, 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 and start stripping things down because it's, it, I think it's needed. And, and you could see the frustration in his voice, obviously, you know, one of his good friends leaves the team or whatnot, but you could, you could you could hear the frustration with, with him. Like it was, Mm -hmm. it was very noticeable. I agree. And obviously he's, he's good friends with tree living. Um, He -hmm. went off. I listened to a, um, a radio hit with him afterwards. And he also went off for quite some time about his friendship with Brad. Like it's not just lip service there. Right. So he's obviously pretty torn up. Yeah. Well, I mean, he almost started to cry at the beginning of it, right? Yeah. So you could tell that there's some some friendship there and some emotion. Um, so it's I, I found it interesting that 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 Brad told him on Wednesday before the Sharks game. So that mm-hmm. that I, I found to be interesting. Well, it kind of makes sense because that that was um, right after they got eliminated. It was right after they got eliminated. Plus, you know that whole. Uh, situation where where Brad spent the the entire practice at the bench and you know it, the writing was on the wall. It, it seemed pretty clear to me that he was watching his last practice uh, at the dome. Yeah, but and yeah, no, for sure. Um, for me, one one of the best, the couple best things that that, that I kind of took out of that. One of them was from the press conference, and one of them was from the radio hit. But from the press conference, he said he doesn't think he's the man for the job, mm. uh, which to me means he, he he's pretty self-aware. Um, and he said that he wants a forward-thinking, progressive guy to or girl or whatever to, to do the job. And I, I like that because I think that um, one thing even our coaching kind of proved this year is – that forward thinking is necessary in, in today's NHL. Um, well, it is right. You know, we hear a lot of people talk about Daryl style and, and how the NHL has changed and, you know, which I get it. It has, um, that doesn't mean that his style isn't effective. Um, cause you know, the one, the one thing that I've said for most of the year, then when, when people are comp- been complaining about Daryl's style and how, outdated it is like less than a calendar year ago he won the coach of the year so i think you also need the right players 
right? Sure. And sure, but, I don't think I mean, that their, their old style includes a lot of um, old veterans. And I think that you can probably play that style with guys who aren't old and slow and and hard of of hands when it comes to finishing. You know what I mean? No, I, I agree. But I mean, if you look at the couple of guys that have you know changed, we'll say. I mean, there's not a. I, I, if if anybody said that that Gaudreau would excel under Sutter, they were lying. Yeah, and but, I don't think but, Gaudreau played Sutter's system very very much. I mean, he he started back checking a lot more. Back checking, which, yes, but it, he wasn't digging in corners or anything like that. Like he like no, maybe some. That's not his job. Right. No, that's not his job. He He's had the... Kachuk for that. Right? That's right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He he was the playmaker, not the not the puck getter. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 going to be interesting because you know whoever comes in, you know at least my hope is that they have Daryl on a short leash, <clears throat> and if and if things start to look like they're getting tough in the room, or or Daryl starts pulling his stubborn bullshit again. He's got to be out. Like mm-hmm. you, you, you can't waste another season with him. Yeah, I mean, it, his contract be damned. I don't care. Yeah. Like, so if that's if that's their only reason, just look how much they're going to miss out on not being in the playoffs. They make more money when the Flames are in the playoffs than Daryl's eight point four million dollars that they'll just have to give him. Exactly. Or, um, at, like as the as we're recording right now, we haven't heard from Sutter. Uh, so, so we don't know what's going on, but but my prediction is he's probably got till like January first to get things on on track. I don't think he's going to be fired until January first, at least, if he's going to be fired. Yeah, and that's where that's kind of part of my hesitation when when Don said what he said that you're excited about um, about the you know, the progressive forward thinking and blah, blah, blah is that's very much going to collide with Daryl. Oh, a hundred percent. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know what kind of leash Daryl's going to have, but I would imagine it's going to be extremely short. Mm-hmm. I mean, January to me is, I mean, it, late. I mean, it, it's like the, the latest that I would feel comfortable bringing a new, a new coach in that late. If if things are going off the rails, means that we've just wasted another year. <clears throat> but right. But either either way, I mean, Daryl's gonna have to learn to to play within our system if that's the kind of GM that they bring in. If not, he's gonna have to recognize it, and 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 they're just gonna have to part ways. Yeah, I honestly, I would prefer. Um... I'd prefer switching him out as soon as possible, but mm-hmm. I don't see that happening simply because of the contract. That's that's it. That's the only thing, right? And that's that's another knock on the owners, right? Because uh-huh. you know, I mean, look at Vancouver. I mean, aren't they still pay- paying three coaches? I think uh, Travis Green just came off, or is about to come off is in it, July yeah. or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So the end end of June, his contract comes off, right? But that's that's the kind of thinking that that gets the Flames into trouble. 
right? Is that that mentality from ownership? You know, the 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 ownership group, you know, they're they're all oil and gas guys. They they make a shit ton of money. Exactly. Like, you know, I I, I you know, and, and it's a and it's a fucking write off for them anyways. Mm-hmm. Can't tell me they're not putting that shit through their business as as it is. Nice try, guys. <laughs> well, I don't think we need to discuss that too much more. We we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, know what we'd like to happen, that's for sure. But don't don't really know. Did do you want Conroy as GM or just yeah. scouting as GM? Because that seems to be. Yeah. No, absolutely. The only not. name that's really out there so far. I I don't in any way. I mean, he's he's learned how to be a GM from Brad. Yeah. Um, I don't know that Conroy really has that hard nose mentality that I think he would need to be to be a leader. I don't think he has um, it in him to cut people. Exactly. He's too he's too yeah. nice of a guy, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't. I, I think it would be a mistake for them to to give Conroy that job. No offense to Conroy. Yeah. Um, I just simply think he's too nice of an individual to be an effective general manager. I don't think he would take offense to that, which is right. part of the problem. <laughs> yeah, right. Not that I know him personally, but <laughs> from what I gather. So let's take a little break for some draft Kings and we'll come back and make some playoff predictions. And we even have a little bit of a wager we're going to place on one of the series. So thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get it. Yeah, let's do it. It's NBA playoff time. That means big hoops action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Get in on the excitement of every game with the touch of a button. New customers can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. Download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. We've got a few games already done, or a couple games already done, a couple games already started. Uh, since it is day one of the playoffs right now, but we're still going to make our playoff uh, first first round playoff predictions. And we have a little wager we're going to do on one of them. So uh, let's just start in the West. Um, what do you think in this uh, Colorado and Seattle matchup? Quite interesting. I mean, it's... I, I think it's a mismatch personally. I I think Colorado is going to roll over them. Um, yeah, 
I, I think Colorado's going to continue to be super strong in the in the postseason, even even without Kadri. And Landis Cog. Correct. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, no, I I think I think uh, Colorado's coming out of the uh, out of that series. How many games? Hmm. I'll say six. I want to say five, but yeah, I want to say five as well, but I think it'll be six. Well, I'll put five and you're six. Um, Dallas and Minnesota. Minnesota's up in game one right now, one nothing. Yeah. Um, but personally, I still think Dallas has too much, uh, too much scoring depth, and both teams have very good goaltending. Both teams have pretty good defense. But mm. when it comes down to it, I think Dallas's scoring depth is going to win out. But it is going to be seven, I think. Yeah, I think it's going seven as well. But I'm, uh, I, I think it's going to be the Wild. Why is that? Um, I think Kaprizov is, is, uh, is, is he playing in the playoffs? He is right. He's back. Yeah, he. I think he just got back. I don't know if he's. Yeah, he just got back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not even sure if he's on the ice right now. I was I was pretty sure he was he was coming back for the playoffs. I I honestly think his his playmaking ability and and his and his firepower is going to be what leads them to a to a first round uh victory for Yeah, against Dallas. I mean, I they Dallas has a lot of you're right. They have a lot of firepower power. You can't discount what Ben can do in the playoffs and Kaprizov um, has the goal. So he's playing. He's playing. Yeah. See, told you. Um, the, uh, you know, Ben and 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 uh, that fucking guy that that kills the flames, right, Mister Joe Pavelski. Like, he's always been so. Uh, I hate that I like him as a player so much because he he is yeah. exactly what we were missing in the playoffs last year. I think he's exactly what Kachuk should have been. Standing in front of the net, yeah, and like Kachuk is a really good, good tipper, but he stopped standing in front of the net until he got yeah, to Florida, and now he's doing it again. But anyways, yeah, yeah. he he spent all his time chasing around a, a, a second second uh, pairing defenseman for Klingberg. Yeah. Um, so you've got Dallas, or you've got Minnesota in seven. I've got Dallas in seven. Interesting. And you think mostly Kaprizov's going to be the difference in that that guy? Um, I think Kaprizov, and then I think Flurry as well. Flurry? Yeah. I'm curious if he's playing because I think Gustafson's the best, the the better goalie out of the two right now. I mean, I think he's the better goalie of the two as well. But I think uh, I think Flurry's going to. Get into a few games here. Yeah, it's Gust- uh, Gustafson's playing tonight, but uh, yeah, he is. I I think given that, so I think they have the ability to do a one A one B, or at least play Flurry two of the games minimal, and and still come out uh, with a decent record from it. I think that that is one thing that. If Minnesota does go far, I, I don't think they will because I think Dallas is going to win this one. But if if uh, Minnesota does go far, it is going to be based on their very strong 
goaltending and and if they do it's going to be if their goalie has a bad start having absolutely no problem just pulling them right away and put them putting the other guy in right yeah. don't even risk it in my opinion yeah, exactly agreed yeah but i again i think dallas has that one how about this uh vegas and uh winnipeg series like i it's interesting because Brousseau played for for Winnipeg, right? So he's he's going to be the Vegas's starter, but all the Winnipeg shooters know him, but he knows all of them. So interesting. Yeah, I I think Vegas in five. I was going to say four, but I'll give Halibut one win. Yeah, I think, um, think talent wise, I think Vegas just has too much firepower. You said. Five, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go Vegas in six. Um, I think, I think that the talent on Winnipeg is pretty undeniable. Like, it's not the same as as um, Vegas's talent. I think Vegas has more defensive talent, which is important and so i i think they'll win but i i do think that uh um winnipeg will, will throw together a couple of wins yeah um yeah. oilers kings um i think that's going seven with la on top <sighs> me too i guess we're allowed to agree on some things right i suppose eh? what's your reasoning other than your hatred of, I I think defensively they're just a superior team. Goaltending and, and defense. Goaltending, yeah, exactly. I mean, they're they're down right now, but I mean, I I think through a, a seven game series, I just I think they have more tools. I think they're deeper up front. Obviously, they don't have have the two or three star forwards that Edmonton has. But I think they're deeper up front as as far as their third and fourth line. I think that last year Edmonton didn't have, or sorry, Edmonton was brought to seven games by L.A. who didn't have Doughty, didn't have Fiala, didn't have Gavrikov, didn't have Corpusalo, didn't have Copley. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that's key, key names, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Both of the I goalies agree. who are both way better than Quick at this well, point in Quick's right. career. Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. it would be uh, funny to to have uh, Quick play a couple of playoff games against LA in the second round. That would be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, he'd relish in that. He might. He might win that. Exactly. I was going to say because of that reason, I think he would be lights out. Right. Oh, shall we move on to the East? Let's do it. Um, Boston, Florida. Boston already put the first game away. Kachuk scored, but that doesn't mean much when they lost. Yeah, I mean, we've got Boston who just set a record for wins and the second wildcard team. I mean, if it goes five, I'd be surprised. Okay, I've, I was going to say five. Do, do you have four or five? I'm going to say four. 
Sweep. Sweep City. I do think yeah. that um I think that Florida Florida honestly outplayed Boston today from from the what I saw of the game. Yeah. Um Omar kind of stood on his head there, but I, I think that um That's how you win a series in Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah. But I do think that, that Boston or uh Florida will will throw one win together. I I just think that um, what they have up front specifically is a little bit too much for for Boston to just sweep. Yeah, uh, but that fair. that's just me. I actually don't have any sweeps. I don't think. No, I don't. Um, I I'll, I'll say it like like Daryl. Right, it's a waste of eight days. Yeah. See, I think. I think it's a waste of ten days, but yeah, fair enough. Um, well, I I'll be absolutely amazed if Tampa doesn't put put uh, Toronto away in seven games. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking six. Oh yeah, not the classic Toronto uh, game seven collapse. No. No, not not this year. They're not they're good enough, wish, eh? No, they're gonna wish they could do it and do their collapse in game seven. Um I as good as Samsonov has been, I, I just don't think that their goalies are gonna hold it together enough. I don't even know if Sam, Samsonov or Murray which one's gonna play. I don't know which one's injured, which one's not. I think one of them's injured. But I think Murray's injured again, isn't he? I think he's always fucking injured. It's the dumbest, yeah. dumbest thing they could have done is gone and spent cap space on Murray, even though it was given to you them. Mean like, like the Oilers and Campbell. Yeah, <laughs> I thought Campbell was going to do better than than he did this year. To be honest, I didn't think he'd do very well, but I didn't think he'd be matching Markstrom's numbers. That's for sure. <laughs> I didn't think Markstrom was going to match Markstrom's numbers either. Me neither. <laughs> um, let's quickly do uh, Carolina, who already won one game, and uh, and the Islanders. I think I think that's going to go seven with uh, Carolina on top. See, I've got I've got Islanders in seven. Nice. Interesting. What's your reasoning behind that one? Um, I just think Brendan Moore's system is really strong. Um, and I, I just I think they're they're way better defensively than than the Islanders. Really? Yeah. I think they're about the same defensively. I think I think they're about the same offensively because of the lack of Svechnikov, I think they're they're about the same offensively, and with Barzell coming back, um, Barzell and Horvat are right going to be pretty good down the middle, I think, and yeah. um, I think Pulak and and Halleck, uh, I always I always uh, space and tongue tie those two names, but. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're they're both really good, and and honestly, I think the only edge is 
Sorokin is just better than Anderson, and there's really no denying that. No, that's fair. Yeah, I I agree with that. I um, think that a full I, Carolina lineup with Svechnikov and and Pacioretty fucking absolutely. Yeah, six yeah, games for Carolina, there. but but mm-hmm. with how their how the rosters are right now with the injuries, I'm I'm going Carolina or sorry, uh, Islanders in seven. That's fair. I think I think Horvat's gonna uh, wish that he didn't make his comments here last week or the week before that. I um, what a what a stupid fucking thing to say live on air. I know. I don't. I don't think that's what he meant. But also, I think that it's fucking hilarious that he said it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So let's uh let's make a little wager on this last series, the old uh, New York New Jersey series. Um, we already talked about this one. Um, we know that we have the opposite teams. I don't know how many games you got, but I've definitely got, um, uh, New York in seven. Um, the number of games don't matter for this wager. I don't think though. It's just who wins. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I've, I've got, uh, Jersey in six. Is it basically just speed based for you? It is. Yeah. That's fair. See, and, and for me, I think that New York isn't as fast, but they still are pretty fast. But mm-hmm. I think that playoff Truba and playoff Kreider and um That's fair. Possibly the X Factors, I think, are the two guys that they brought in with, you know, Kane and and um uh, Tarasenko, who are both playoff uh producers I, um, I also i i think there's there's a good chance that they can be difference makers but i think it would be hilarious in in ranger fashion if they brought all those guys in and shit to bed in the first round fair enough I've, I've 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 always been a i've always had a dislike for the rangers i don't know why I think it's, I think it's Henrik. I've never liked the guy. Oh, really? Funny. Yeah. I've never had any thoughts either way. I, 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 he's a great goalie, but he was a great goalie, but yeah. And I just, I find, I find the organization not, not the players, but the organization to be arrogant. Messier. Mm. Yeah, I don't like Messier. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, I and I think for this series, I think the reason we went this series is because you've got New Jersey going to the finals and I've got New York going to the finals. Yeah. Right? So here's the wager. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Chris has been drinking non-alcoholic beer for the last little while. He's uh, had a little bit of a health issue, but I'm not sure when he's allowed to drink again, but when he is, I if if New York wins this series, Chris is gonna have to have his first six pack be the absolute piss that is Budweiser. Oh. And, and um just because yeah, Dylan hates me apparently. Mm-hmm. Well now I'm more confident in the in the devils. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know, man. The Rangers have the experience. What What do you want me to do if the if the Devils win? Well, see, my my uh, my go to was. I mean, I could make you drink a a shitty beer as well, but I I really want to see you drink. I mean, I'll let you choose the beer, but yeah. you're going to drink it out of a skate or a boot. A skate, a boot, or a shoe, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can do that. I don't want to, but I can do it. <laughs> do I get to wash it first? <laughs> no. no, you take it off your foot. Put beer in and drink it. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll 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 bring the shoe. I'll walk from here to there. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> don't even air it out first. Fuck, Oilers are up two nothing now. Dallas yeah. tied it up though. Honestly, and I know that we've already covered this, but um, I do think that Edmonton has a chance against LA, but I think that LA is the only team that can that can put Edmonton away as far as um, in the first two rounds anyways. I really I hate saying that because obviously I hate Edmonton, but um, I just think that LA is too good defensively as a whole, and and they have much better goaltending and depth. But I could see Edmonton winning that series too. But I, I still think, fuck, yeah, fuck. Yeah, I honestly, if they get past LA, I'd be I'd be pretty terrified of them going far. Yeah. I mean, I, I never think the, the Oilers are going to do anything worthwhile. So, I mean, I have been saying that for years, but they actually went out and did the thing that they were supposed to do for the first, like, as an organi- as an organization for the first time in recent memory at the deadline, um, which is actually get a good fucking defenseman that, that can play defense and take some minutes away from fucking Nurse, who actually isn't very good, but still is a lot better when he's not playing 30 minutes a game. Um, I still love his contract. I love his contract, too. It's it's my favorite contract in the league. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, there it is, everybody. Dylan and Chris have made their picks. Let us know in the comments uh, what your thoughts are. Yeah, go ahead and uh, pick pick all all eight if you like, and uh, we'll we'll have a conversation about it. Don't forget to tune in at the end of round one for uh, for for Dylan's uh, surprise drink or whatever the whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't know, man. Want, I don't you think you'll to... be doing it. I don't think I'll be doing it. I think you'll be doing it, but. When when can you drink again? Anyways, probably still a couple oh. months away. Yeah, re- reassessed in in uh, August. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll kick it off to start uh, start next season with you drinking Budweiser as your first beers. I mean, that's that's if they're still in business. I guess you'll just have to buy some and let it sit on let it sit piss warm. <laughs> well. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad enough cold. It is. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd rather yeah, drink a decent beer out of a shoe. Hey, yeah, that that's fair. That's that's one of one of my favorite things. Everybody's up in arms about Bud Light and all that stuff right now. And but I've been boycotting Budweiser my entire adult life. It's shit. It's so so yeah. this this whole this whole thing that's been happening the last couple of weeks means nothing to me. Oh, brutal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for watching, everybody. Let's uh let's have some fun. We've got uh eight eight uh eight series going on right now oh. round one in the playoffs. Stanley Cup is uh one of one of my favorite times of the year. Me so, too. Dallas just scored again. Oh see. See I'm already I'm already looking bad on that series. Oh, cheers everybody. Um fuck the Oilers and fuck the Leafs and Go pretty much any team that's not them. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>